0: Madness Nation. Welcome back to the channel. We don't have a Bleeding BNG podcast episode for you today. Um, If you guys have been checking out the community page, I said that I wanted to start doing some different content. So we're actually going to be doing a reaction video, reacting to a couple of videos today because there seems to be trouble in Ashburn once again. Just when we seem to be getting rid of the drama or getting or removing our name from the drama Um, From the Washington football franchise that we've been such associated with over the past 24 years, Coach Rivera, Coach Ron Rivera couldn't seem to help himself today. Um, He stuck his foot in his mouth, uh, mentioning that, you know, some players um, had came to him with concerns over the intensity that new offensive coordinator Eric bien was bringing to practice. But before I get into this, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. I'm not going to spend too much time giving you my words because, like I said, this is a reaction video. So let's see what Ron Rivera has to say for himself. Um, just to give you a little bit of context, Coach Rivera, actually, his press conference was at, his press conference was actually before practice today. Um, so I just wanted to give you a tad bit of context before we get into it. So um, today was Military Appreciation Day. Um, so he spoke, um, prior to practice, he's done this a couple of times and I think he does these on the more, um, special occasion days, like kid appreciation day and things like that, just to get in front of the media, um, just to get them acclimated with, you know, the day's festivities and things like that. So his pressure was actually, um, before practice. And then we're going to see Eric B. Enemies, not his response, but his uh, his pressure that was actually after practice. So without further ado... Let's see what, you know, paddleboat Ron Rivera said to set off the controversy in Ashburn today.
1: Going back to the enemy and his intensity, have players had to kind of adapt to that? And have any, I guess, sort of struggled with that at times?
2: Yeah, I mean, they have. And, 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 and one of the biggest things is, is, is you know, and I, I had a number of guys come to me and I said, hey, just go talk to him. I said, understand what he's trying to get across to you, you know
0: see see this is, this is, see this is my thing. I was gonna let it play out but I'm already getting agitated and I'm already getting irritated um, because I listened to this on the radio but I can't give it too much attention because I was on my way to work today. Um, but then you know when we were making our post on the Bleed and g page and things like that you know some people were combating it um, and basically, basically saying you know he was asked a question you know and here's my question to those naysayers and to those things that to those people that were pushing back to things that I was saying. Why is it too much to ask for my head coach of an NFL franchise to be diplomatic in his answers? This isn't nothing new with Coach Rivera. This isn't anything new with Coach Rivera. He's a stammerer. He's a blurberer. He goes on tangents with answers. Just like last year when they asked him what was wrong with what was wrong with the roster compared to all the other teams in the NFC East. What did he say? Quarterback. Quarterback. But then he was happy to let you know that, you know, he was the guy making the decision. He was the guy looking at the analytics in the papers in the combine, looking at analytics on a sheet of paper, looking at analytics on a sheet of paper. He was pressed to let you know about that. So why can't we be stoic and diplomatic in this instance? No matter how you feel about how he handled the situation, this was never made to be brought to the public. It just created an unnecessary controversy, uh, and I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him finish. Um, but like I said, um, this is something that Cultural Ron Rivera has been doing. So I don't know why we're shocked at you know this is what he does. He's a blab. He's a he's a he's a blabber. Like I said, this is a guy. He just goes on tangent after tangent. And does, he just st- sticks his foot in his mouth, and you know I I kind of. I kind of feel him. I kind of feel him. I kind of feel some remorse for him because I was known to be a babbler in myself in my younger days growing up and things like that. Um, Kind of had a stammer and things like that. But you know what helped me? When I felt like I was talking too much, I shut the fuck up, Ron. That's what I did to help me. So maybe you need to take some cues, bro. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Like, yes, you've changed the culture. Even though that wasn't hard to do with the shit that Dan Snyder had created in the prior 21 years prior to your arrival, but I will give you credit for turning that around. But all this does is creates potential for negative situations to happen in in, in the future, in the, in the in the in the future. Like I said. And I'll be naive to remiss. I'll be naive to remiss. I think that was Nikki Jabala who asked that question. I think that was Nikki Jabala that asked that question who does a great job um, with her journalism and things like that. And just to give you a little background on myself, man, I'm a broadcast journalism major, a print journalism minor. So, you know, journalism is in my roots and things like that. So I know you have to stir the pot a little bit when you want to get into some investigative journalism and things like that. And I'll be naive. I'll be naive. Going back and looking at the presser a couple of times and things like that. Um, I haven't seen Coach Bien-Ami's, um response. I'm anxious to look at that, but I have heard this answer a couple of times. I'll be remiss to say that Nikki, Nikki, Nikki Javala did ask that question. Like, she kind of knew what was going on, or she had some inside info. Um, but this is my thing. Like I said, what's what's the problem with asking our coach to be diplomatic? Why is that too much to ask of an NFL head coach? Because, like I said, all you've done is create a potential for negative controversies and situations going down the line say that we start slow which we which we have done in all of your years as a washington football team washington commander head coach all we've done is start slow all you do is open up the room for the first couple of weeks to be talking about oh well the players didn't like uh, eric the enemy the players didn't like eric the enemy but let's go ahead let's let's say what the what paddle bow ron has to say you're going back to paddleball wrong with all this fuck shit that you doing
2: today. And I think you know, I think as they go and they talk and they listen to them, it's been it's been enlightening for a lot of these guys. I mean, it's a whole no shit, um, you know. You again, no you're a different kind of player from from the players back in the past, um, especially in light of how things are coming out of college football. So a lot of these young guys, you know, they do struggle with certain certain things, um, and a lot of you also got to take for where they've been. I mean, guys coming from certain programs are used to it. Guys They've, been losers, guys the guys you know, They've been around losers, especially if
0: these guys are coming from this organization. They've been around losers, Ron. A, I kind of have to assimilate
2: and get a feel for every They've day. been around losing. You know, Eric has Why coach. do we have to take that into he consideration? Does. He's not going to change, and, and, and because he believes in it, Jack has his approach. You know, um, having been a head coach, I think Jack has a tendency so to try and figure guys out a little bit more, as opposed to, hey, this is it, this is the way it's going to be, that type of stuff. Where Eric Eric hasn't had that 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 uh, that experience yet,
0: and this is where you lose me. Who made fucking Jack Del Rio? Who the fuck made Jack Del Rio Vince Lombardi, the holy grail of assistant coaches? If I'm not mistaken, this is the same guy that caused the controversy. Granted, it wasn't with players, but you know what? His Twitter posted things like that last year. So he's not absent of controversy. And this is where I. This is where with answers like these. This is where I think that Ron is, you know, twiddling his little, his little, his little strings, being a ventriloquist, r- puppeting the Washington media. I'll be naive and not acknowledge the time frame. I believe that this was Eric Bieniemy's first time talking to the media since mandatory OTAs, which is over a month ago. And I understand that he was asked this question, but you did not have... You've been asked several questions about Eric B. Enemy before. Several. You could have chose to praise Eric B. Enemy, but you chose to acknowledge that, you know, there's some turmoil. And that's bothersome. That's bothersome. And I'll admit... On our Twitter page today, you know, if you're a supporter, I'm pretty sure you saw our tweet. Well, I said, the timing of this is more than sus. I don't care when he was asked the question. You knew Eric you had to go up there and face that smoke today. But you did not care. Maybe you did care. But the stammering and the babbling, you just can't help yourself. This is what Ron Rivera does. This is what Ron Rivera does, and I doesn't, and I don't think that the national media knows this because guess what? Everybody picked up on this today. So guess what? You made this a bigger issue than it had to be. You made this a bigger issue than it had to be. We saw Tyreek Hill tweet about it today. Basically telling the Washington players, hey man, y'all better bow up. Y'all better tighten up. Y'all better tighten up. And this is a winner. This is somebody who left Eric B. Enemy and was still one of the top 10 players in the top 100 of the NFL this season. One of the the three best receivers. So this is a guy who's able to step back and appreciate a guy like Eric B. Enemy's greatness. But we got players that want to bitch and complain? About practice? We talking about practice. You'll be a fool to think that some of those slow starts in the regular season has to do with we ain't doing shit in training camp. I love the hear that we've been having two-and-a-half-hour practices. And guess what? If you're one of them type of players that want to bitch and complain about working hard, maybe this isn't the game for you. I'm not going to call you soft because you made it to the NFL. You made it to the NFL. Maybe winning isn't for you. Maybe you in this for the glitz and the glamour, you're not in it to win. But I can tell Eric the enemy is in it to win. And just for my conspiracy theory, man, you know we love us a conspiracy theory over here, bleeding BG. Man, I think Ron did this on purpose. Now, if you don't agree, feel free to let me know in the comments. If you do not agree, feel free to let me know in the comments. But I mean. I feel like this is a guy, I've been to a couple of um, training camp practices. I've been to a couple of OTA practices. I've been to, what, about four practices uh, since, you know, Eric Enemy has become the offensive coordinator of the Washington Commanders. And in every single one of them, he has control of the entire practice, whether it's the offense, whether it's the defense running out. He looks like the head coach. And I feel like this is some of Ron's insecurity. He's projecting some of his insecurity. I feel like he's losing control of his team. So let me, let me dabble a little bit of salt on Eric Enemy's fire right now. Let me throw a little water on his, on his flame right now. Because he a little lit. He a little lit. And I do think that I was coy about this. And if you agree with me, feel free to let me know that in the comments as well. Because why? Why did the media need to know this, Ron? And I saw a lot of people talking about, well, I mean, if he if he can't delegate responsibilities and if he can't go tell to the coach, and I'm and I, I understand that, and I get that. My my issue with the initial premise isn't with Ron Rivera; it's with those players that's bitching, because guess what? They're probably coming from a losing culture, and I'm not too upset with the way that Ron Rivera handled the situation. But why does the public need to know this? Why? Because this guy cannot help himself, and this is the reason why this is going to be his last year in Washington. Because the guy he's talking about might be the guy first in line to take his job in 2024, just to let you know. So maybe that's why he's putting these failures out there right now. Hey, Mr. Harris, it's not me. It's not me, Mr. Harris. If we fall flat on our fucking face this year, the players didn't like Eric. Let's see what else he had to say when they came to you it's just they felt like Eric was riding them too
2: hard or well um they just were a little concerned okay cool thank you guys
0: what the fuck is a little concern like what is a little concern I'm curious please let me know What is a little concern when your offense is ranked 24th in the NFL? And your offensive linemen get beat upside their fucking head every practice. What is a little concern? I think those two words irked me more than any other comment in this press conference. What is a little concern? Like I said, my initial... My my initial disagreement isn't with Ron. It's with these players bitching coming from a losing environment. Oh, he yelled at me. Oh, he yelled at me. My feelings hurt. Good. Maybe your ass need to be pushed. All right, that's enough with paddle boat, Ron. Let's see what my boy Eb had to say in response. Like I said, I don't even want to call it in response because he was already scheduled to have this press conference um, after practice, which Coach Rivera already knew. See the setup? You see the setup? And if I'm reaching, please let me know. But, hey, I think this is more than a little bit of a coincidence. But let's see what my man E.B. had to say.
1: Working their tails off. We've had some highs. We've had some lows. But the thing that I appreciate about them is that they embraced it and they're learning. First and foremost, they're learning a lot about themselves. They're learning a lot about what it takes. All right? But also, too, Talk they're growing shit, together. Dude. That's the fun part. Talk that fun shit, watching dude. that growth process. So with that said, I'm all ears.
0: So you can already tell by the initial comments. He did not expect this bullshit. He did not expect to have to address this bullshit today. Like I said, this is his first, um, first what comments made to the public since OTAs. Ah, he was going, he was going to, he was going to use this presser to, to address the state of the offense. I wholeheartedly believe that that's what he was going to do, and you can tell by his initial comments. I'm not here for all that fluff, fluff shit. Let's talk about football. And like I said, this is my first time even seeing this. And I'm glad he got out in front of it before anybody asked him a question. Because he's letting you know what he's here for. Go ahead. Talk that shit, EB. Let me hear Along that. those
2: lines, and, and you know that you have a reputation for being, you have some intensity about you. So I'm curious, like, you know, Ron was talking about how, like, some players maybe had to get used to that, and they went to him and expressed and said, hey, sit down with, with Eric and kind of go over. So, what is, you know, how do you approach that, and, you know, do
1: you, know, do you how do you feel about that, and, and and just having to deal with guys who maybe aren't used to that question uh, well first of all one thing i am i'm an open book and i always invite players in but also too as i've, I've gone through this process yes i am uh intense and Talk i would be you. afraid too to start if i didn't know it but on top of that one thing they do appreciate is this i'm always going to be upfront, and i'm always going to be honest Talk just like you. i stated when i first got here we all got to get uncomfortable to get comfortable okay? There's some new demands and expectations that I expect. I expect us to be the team that we're supposed to be.
0: Really quickly, um, if you guys have watched Hard Knocks, um, have we not seen coaches get in players' shits before? I should. I just remember last year with the with the Detroit Lions. Deuce Statton, he was just telling DeAndre seriously, he was running soft, he was tiptoeing and all this other shit. Like. And it's not just the Deuce Staley, It's all the assistant coaches in the league. So why is Eric B. enemy the one getting spotlighted? I would love to do a deep dive into that. Shit, I can remember going to, to a training camp in Richmond a couple of times and hearing Greg Wynoski curse, curse. And I want to mention the fact that this has become an issue even before Ron Rivera's pressure. You know the likes of Rick Snyder complaining and bitching about Eric bien cursing on a football field. On a football field. And he's not the only media member. I don't remember Rick Snyder saying these things about Greg Minoski. I don't remember anybody else in the media saying these things about Greg Minuski Or any other offensive defense assistant coach that has come through our Washington that we've heard curse. And I would hate to have to put race in this, but you, you want to know why we always talking about the angry black man theory? Why we work so hard to share the angry black man label? Just because I show passion and I curse a little bit. If I'm not berating you, You're in the NFL. You're a grown-ass man. You should be able to take it. I'm sorry. Like I said, I'm not here to call him so. I'm not. That's what I'm not here to do. But your offense ranked 24th in the NFL last year. You're wasting the prime of Terry McLaurin. You still don't know if you have an answer at quarterback. So why the fuck don't we have a sense of urgency? What the fuck is there to complain about? Please let me know. Please let me know
1: Get back to talking that shit it's again It's not going to be easy And everybody ain't going to like the process But when it's all said and done with My job is to make sure That we're doing it the right way There's a way to do it Now Do they understand that? Yes Because they're seeing the results Will everybody buy in? I believe so They but should they it's okay, Why wouldn't they? They, they, they
0: want to win? They the should It's to
1: help take these guys to another level And I can see it. Because when you think about where we started in the spring to where we are right now, we're making a lot of strides. I'm proud of these guys. It's been some, excuse my language, some good shit to watch.
0: Tell me that don't sound like a head coach. Now compare this press conference to the bullshit that we just watched. And I know it's a little unfair to Ron. We showed him the last answer. He had already been up there about 10 minutes. But you can already tell the difference of philosophies, the difference of approach, you let me know who you would want to play for. You let me know who you would want to run through a wall for. Tell me that doesn't sound like a head coach right there. And I'm telling you, that's why Ron, the, the ventriloquist, he pulling them strings. He puppeteering that that, that, that Washington DC media. He's setting it up already. Don't let him, he be. And I hate to have to cause a diversion, but guess what? He did it. Because like I said at the beginning of the video, we ain't need to know this shit. Keep talking that shit, EB.
2: I've I've heard that said a couple times. (laughs) But in in examining the way you coach, right, have you ever said, I wonder if I have to tone it down at all? Or do you just say, this is how I am, and I'm just going to roll with that?
0: Why? Why? Did Joe Bugle have to tone it down, John Conn? Did Greg Minuski have to tone it down? Did Greg Williams have to tone it down? So why does Eric Enemy have to be the one to tone it down? And you've covered all these guys. You tell me they weren't loud. You tell me they weren't cursing at their players. Because personally, if I've seen it with Greg Williams and Greg Minuski with my own ass. But EB, enemy has to be the guy to tone that Fuck out of here.
1: I've been coaching since I retired from football, so you gotta understand this. With the group, I'm always gonna remain the same.
0: A uh, good point, EB. I think another thing that we 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 keep forgetting. This is a guy that played. This is a guy that played. This is a guy that's been between the white lines, so he knows what it takes to put your body on the line each and every Sunday. So maybe that's where some of that passion comes from. Maybe that's where some of that passion comes from. You have you ever thought about that?
1: I'm always gonna be loud, and I'm always gonna be vocal. I'm always gonna demand from our leaders. But on top of that, I'm watching everything. Okay? Body language. How we're addressing the huddle, how we're getting up to the line of scrimmage, how we're presenting ourselves. Those things are important because you gotta send a message to the defense. And so. I want our guys to clearly understand that we're not taking anything for granted. So, when it's all said and done with, do I spend time with players? Yes. You guys have been here. You see me pull players on to the side and have long-distance with them. Let them
0: They seen you. So why they starting this shit up? We're
1: always on the same page. So, Eric Biennemi is, is who he is. Okay? Eric Biennemi knows how to adapt and adjust. Eric Biennemi a tough, hard-nosed coach. But also understand... I'm gonna be the biggest and harshest critic, but I'm also the number one fan because I got their back and I'm gonna support them at all times.
0: Hey, when he get to talking about Eric B. Enemy, Eric B. Enemy this when a when a person when a dude get to talking in third person, you know they dead ass. You know they dead ass serious. If I get to calling myself Jalen Morgan, you know I'm dead ass serious. Tell me you don't want to run through a wall for this guy right now. Like, like I hate to create that diversion. And I didn't do it. Paddle Ron did this to himself. How is the
2: flow of camp kind of played into that where, you know, you're kind of ramping up with pads and then standing back? Like, you find yourself having to
1: adjust to the day at all? It's camp. <laughs> no adjustments necessary. The only thing I want our guys to do is to make sure when they leave the building, okay, go home and study. Get you a good night Asleep, and when you wake up, make sure your mind, body, and soul is ready.
0: Y'all let Be me good. know because who sounds like the head the coach. Just like let me know. An we saw one interv- interv- one press service. conference, we see seeing the on other the one. Let me know Those who sounds like the head coach of the Washington Command.
1: Interviewing for a job. Right, that's a big time competition. I want to see guys become great. And I tell them all the time I'm selfish. I like seeing players become great. Great as
0: they as they like should. People who love to they should be selfish too. So
1: it's my
0: job. That's what's wrong with this fluff fluff society now. What's wrong with having high expectations and holding people to them? What's wrong with that nowadays? Like what's wrong with that nowadays? What's wrong with having high expectations and holding people to them? And that's my biggest thing. I think it was A.J. Thompson, I believe. Um, If I'm giving the wrong person credit, I apologize. But he made a perfect tweet today to sum everything up. He said, Ron went out of his way to protect Carson Wentz last year. But on Airbnb's first day that he's talking to the the media since OTAs, he's going to essentially throw him under the bus. Like, you can't tell me Ron didn't know what he was doing. And I will tell you what he's going to do tomorrow. Because this is in the Ron Rivera playbook. This is year This bullshit. We done seen it already. He going to come apologize, say that he didn't mean that. But going to appear an even bigger flame for the DC media to blow up. I sure hope that this doesn't put a damp on this season. Because I was truly excited about this season. I was so excited about this season. You saw me on my man Rio Robinson season prediction pod. I had this going 11-6. Cause I thought that we, we, had, we was past this type of bullshit and drama. Evidently, we not.
1: make sure that I can get everything out of them together and collectively. What's your
2: philosophy or what are some indicators you see when you feel like you kind of have to make a, a change in personnel? Or, or you, you would go to Ron and say, oh, like, I think we should play so-and-so instead of that? Like, what kind of, yeah, what, just what's your philosophy? Well,
1: anytime there's a decision to be made, collectively, we'll, have, we'll all sit down and discuss that. Obviously, the head coach will always be involved in everything. All that's right, he ain't split. really we talking collectively,
0: about much you know.
1: the key to success. We do a great job of keeping our lines of communication. Actively watching these guys compete. But on top of that, watching the growth process. And I'm only asking them each and every day. just Just work on three things. Find three things to work on. All right? I know practice is not going to be perfect. But if there's three things that you can address... Define what those three things are. Then if you're making that necessary uh, uh, adjustment and working on those things, we got a chance. And that's what I'm seeing from each and every group. And that's the, that's been the fun part. That's why I know guys are buying in and they have belief in what we're doing. Hi. Um. Where, where is that? Where is that? Where
0: is that? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Put me in the game, coach. Put me in the game, coach. I'm ready to play some football. Put me in the game, coach. Put me in the game, coach. How can you not be ready to play some football after something like that? How can you not be? Let's finish this out, EB.
2: Have
1: there, have there been instances where players have, um, I guess, struggled to adapt to your coaching style and have come up to you and had a conversation about it? And so before it even goes anywhere, I make it the point to address the conversation because one thing, my job is to be a very observant. I, I got to know the people that I'm discussing and uh, and working with. So my job is to address If there's something that they may have an issue with. Please, let's discuss this. Here's the reason why I felt a certain way. Here's why I said it now. OK, I put it back on the player. And you gotta understand, we're in a grown man's business. We're in a grown man's world. My job is to make sure grown men.
0: Grown men. I ain't got time to be crying credit. to me. I
1: take a tremendous About
0: some credit running. Credit. About it being but hot. That's why we losing. Grown men, you heard him say.
1: What's personal is that I want us to win. I expect that particular player to be great at all times. I expect the effort.
0: Yeah, you can expect the EB, but they gotta expect it out themselves. This is what this is what a winner looks like, guys. I know we're not used to this in Washington. This is what a winner looks like.
1: To be a standard that's ex- uh, accepted by all of us. So when you're not reaching that, it's my job to address it. So sometimes they may like the highlights and the. <laughs> so prayers, he wrong for doing his job. But sometimes they may not like it. And I'm perfectly fine with that, because that's my job. Because if I ain't doing my job, my ass get fired. So it's my job and my responsibility to make sure And I'm getting our guys to do what I expect them to do.
0: You heard the man. You heard the man, and I think we're going to end it on there. If he ain't doing his job, his ass get fired. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen, this is still a black man in the coaching ranks in the NFL. And he knows that. And he acknowledged it right there. So that's why he brings so much passion to the job. And I'm pretty sure you can see who I'm siding with on this side of the of the of the trouble in Ashburn. Um, and like I said, I would hate to have to create this diversion, but this is something that we didn't need to know. So if you're checking us out, man, if you're still with us, please let us know how you feel. Do you agree with, you know, Ron Rivera's approach? Do you think that Eric should loosen up? How do you feel about the DC media blowing these things up? And guess what? I don't even think the DC media is blowing things up. Because guess what? This made national headlines today. This made national headlines today. So just let us know how you feel about this situation and all. Do you think that this is going to cause us to start slow this season? Do you think they're just throwing a monkey wrench in the plans going into the 2023 season? Uh, but that'll do it for this reaction video. As always, if you haven't already, be sure to sign up to our Instagram and our X page. Our Instagram is at Bleeding BNG. That's B-L-E-E-D-I-N-G. BNG. Our X page is Bleeding BNG. That's B-L-E-E-D-I-N BNG. So there's only one G in our X page. Um, And be sure to comment, like, subscribe. I'll check in on you guys later. Peace.